thenewspress.com. I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. It's time to pay attention. Come on, people. Think about it. Welcome to Mortgage Matters. Mortgage industry is not rocket science. Your guide to the information you can use to choose the best answers to your real estate financing questions. If that loan agent tells you that, get up and run away. Now, here's your host on State and Islay. Your guy in the mortgage industry, Guy Rivera. Okay, we are back. Thank you for tuning in. This is Guy Rivera. You're listening to Mortgage Matters. It's going to be a really great show. I'm excited. I have a legend sitting right next to me who has never been in this station. She has done it all in the real estate industry. She talks to, I was I was fortunate enough to be on the business channel, business show. What's the name of that show? The CEO Report, the CEO Report with the Cushman. Um Aloy Ortega and Mr. Armstrong. Now, and who was absent was Eganoff. Bob Eganoff was absent. I call him Bob. I'm talking bantering back and forth with my engineer, the faithful uh, Tonto. His name is Richard Dugan. <laughs> Rick. And I am, uh, say hello, I, every. Everybody, this is a very special show. Elaine Abercrombie is here with me. Elaine, say hello. Hello. <laughs> so she's she reluctantly agreed to be on my show. I practically had to twist her arm. She's one of the busier agents out there, one of the more knowledgeable agents, and she calls in every week to speak with the boys on the CEO report. Now, that's pretty funny because none of them right now are CEOs. They all used to be. No. Armstrong is a CEO, right? Ortega's retired. He's between jobs again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I thought it was the real CEO, Cushman, Eganoff, and Ortega. Well, that makes sense, I guess. And they're, okay, that makes sense. And they're all doing a business report. Well, Steve Cushman, he's a legend in, in his own time. In his own time, because he was a, and I did not know, he used to play baseball with the Dodgers and Tommy Lasorda. So he was in my office the other day, and um, he saw my autographed ball there and picture of Lasorda, and he told me some pretty good stories, which I cannot repeat over the air, by the way. So before we get going... (laughs) Before we get going, I need to uh, give my licensing. I am licensed by the NMLS. My license number is 1850. My BRE number, yes, I have a real estate salesperson's license that I have maintained for 20 years, 01220403. The reason why I maintain my real estate license is because I think that if if you are in the industry, if you're lending, you should be, you you should have the same training. You should be licensed um, within the industry that you're working. Mm-hmm. So I've always maintained it. There's a lot of um, mortgage bankers out there, a lot of loan officers that do not have 
the BRE, D, the BRE license soon to go back to the DRE, right? Correct. Um, and I don't know why. If they're in the industry, I think that they should. You know, we all take our tests our, every four years. We re-up our, our license. We go through that testing. I take the refresher courses. You know, I'm online. Um, I review contracts every day, but it's always good to, to get a great, you know, refresher course on all the aspects of, um, of our industry. So that's rule number one. Turn your ringer off. Sorry. Okay. So. <laughs> so what, what was your number? Your BRE number is 0122. 0403. Yes. Which one's yours? 00970923. Okay. That means you were licensed about 10 years before I was. And how many people know that? Not you too know, many people. As far as the numbers go, it's kind of a good clue as to how long. Somebody's been around. That's your card. Keep your card. That's for, for oh, you to you. start referring your clients to yes, me, obviously. <laughs> so I'm really excited to have Elaine here. I've gone through the, the steps. We're going to bring her in after the first because what she's shown me here is pretty remarkable on the stats that she's brought in to share. Um, but first, I'm going to go through a couple of things here that I wanted to put out on this show. Um the solutions for self-employed, I don't think I'm going to have a bunch of time on that, but I will touch on it. Um, but the bond market is doing really, really good right now. The uh, benchmark for rates is the 10-year, which I follow. Um, that's down. Uh, the rates are down. I'm going to go over some rates with us right now. But um, the reason why I'm saying that is because that all comes from somewhere. The movement comes from somewhere. Fed Chair Powell delivered his semi-annual testimony to the Senate Banking Committee. Um, his testimony impacted trading, not by a whole bunch, but it did. What he had to say was um, rates have found a home. They're not going to, you know, it's going to be, he was very dovish. It's 2019, we saw three rate hikes last year. We're not going to see any this year. I don't think we're going to see any unless something weird happens, but there's too many geopolitical events going on that's going to keep our rates down low. Um, the the GDP is right there at their target rate of 1.9 something. Their target rate is two. So there, it's it's you know it's where they want to be um, today. Delayed December housing starts. We were supposed to have that last week, but we didn't get it until this week. Uh, because of the government shutdown, those reports were delayed. One of the byproducts of a government shutdown, partial government shutdown. But those ha housing starts fell 11.2% from November to an annual rate of 1.078 million units versus the 1,254,000,000 expected. It was the slowest pace since September 2016. Building permits were essentially unchanged at 1.326. So people kind of backed up. But if you look at that, it says, well, yeah, rates were up a little bit. But now they have come down. I mean, and I'm going to get into the interest rates here pretty quick. But you can see a, you can see a definitive difference between six months ago and right now, as far as the interest rates go, uh, Fannie Mae Chief Economist 
Doug Duncan said last week, falling or at least not rising interest rates, strong employment, continued wage group growth, and a deceleration in home price appreciation should support more favorable home buying conditions heading into the spring, along with improved affordability. The yield on the 10-year note continues to trade in a sideways range, currently at 2.64. 2.64. Three months ago, it was almost 3%. So those rates were up. But to Elaine, you've been in lending before. These are great rates. Are you kidding? If it's under 10, it's still great. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're coming from a private money, hard money lender, yes. Yeah. Um, but anything under 6% in my That's world. That's huge. It's huge. People... People don't look at it that way, and it's and that's another byproduct of the media, because the you know people are throwing out there you know three and a half three and a half well that was four years ago, you know I was doing interest you know I was locking in loans at three and a half thirty year fixed three and a half three and three quarters four years ago, it's come up to four and a half. Uh, jumbo loans are at four and a quarter, and that's three million dollars. At twenty percent down. Wow! I mean, it, wow is right. Wow. So um, we're going to take a quick commercial break here, pretty quick. But just a quick story. Yesterday, I was I sat down with a, uh, a client, and his parents are very wealthy up in the valley. I mean, they're extremely wealthy. And um, his client says, "So we sit down. He wants to put fifty percent down on a seven hundred thousand dollar home." And we're talking, and, I'm, and he says, okay, so let's see the rates. So I pull up the rates, and I said, well, you know, yours is probably going to be around four and a half, four and three eighths, and he's all, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I'm looking for three and a half percent. I'm going, he says, yeah, and if I can get two, that would be better. <laughs> saying, How much does he have to buy that rate yeah. down? I said, if you want to spend thousands, you can definitely get that, but, you know, but for Three and a half percent, that doesn't exist. So I even went to, which I have no problem, I love educating my clients. I went to um, my, you know, five-year rate chart, you know, 30-year fix. Here was the rates four years ago. And you see that? That's where it was. Three and a half. And today it's at four and a half. But over a four-year period of time. It's still not bad. It's great. I mean, it's actually wonderful. So he couldn't get it. He couldn't understand it. Um, he was talking about return on his investment, putting half a million, you know, $300,000 down. He can't get four and a half for that, but he can get three and a half. I, I don't know what he was talking about. That. You know, I had to kind of peel him off the ceiling and go, this is, this is what the real world is at right now. Um, when you come out of Never Never Land, please look me up because I'll still finance your house. <laughs> and if we go back there, I'll certainly give you a call. But he's a great guy. I think he is going to go forward with his because uh, he's having a discussion with his parents, and his parents will straighten him out on the rates. And um, So with that being said, um, we're going to have a really good show. Brace yourself. We have Elaine Abercrombie coming back on when we come in through this uh this quick commercial break, you're listening to Mortgage Matters. Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You are correct, sir. Sir. 
Santa Barbara residents interested in a four-year degree have more than one choice. CSU Channel Islands is a four-year accredited university offering more than 30 academic programs that are interdisciplinary, multicultural, and centered on you, the student. Your professors are accessible mentors who go above and beyond to help you pursue an undergraduate or graduate degree or certificate to advance your career. Programs and workshops in classroom, online, with campuses in Thousand Oaks and Goleta. Call CSU Channel Islands at 805-437-8520 or online at csuci.edu. I'm Andy Caldwell, inviting you to join me right here on AM 1290. Join me on Tuesday. Seton Motley will be with us, plus Jim Curry, James Hurston, and Steve Frank. It's the Andy Caldwell Show every weekday from 3 to 5 p.m. right here at AM 1290, the News Press Radio Station. Don't miss the show. Mesa Produce is there for you when the street market isn't. The owner picks from local growers to supply the finest in all varieties of fruits and vegetables selecting the best from each and bringing them fresh to you. Be sure to grab one of their many homemade delicious jams. Mesa Produce is located on Cliff Drive on the Mesa. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Sunday, noon to 6. Mesa Produce, bringing the farm to your table. Hi, I'm Annette Jorgensen from American Riviera Bank. As a preferred SBA lender, small business lending is alive and well at American Riviera Bank. With local decisions, fast responses, and an understanding of the local, commercial, and residential real estate markets, we offer you free consulting services as you work to grow your small business. If you need a loan, bank on us. Call me and schedule your free business consultation today, 805-979-3846. Okay, we are back, and we're about to bring Elaine Abercrombie into the mix. But before we do that, I, you know, I did promise last week to talk a little bit about some some credit, and this is going to interest you because this, uh, um, you know, when when you have your buyers, if they have some issues, I'm sure that uh, you are referring them to. Qualified loan original. Who are you referring your business to, by the way? I've got to tell you, almost everything I did last year, which was 21 deals. Listings? I might have had sales. I might have had two loans. Two buyers? Two loans? Two loans. But you're more of a lister. Well, you're no, listing. I'm, I'm doing whatever oh, my clients Oh, most of them are all cash buyers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's, you know what? I believe that because there's a lot of cash out there. There is such a lot of cash out there right now, and that's obnoxious, if you ask me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, because, kind of you know, it's so, for instance, you have a buyer that wants to buy a million dollar piece of property. If they, you know, if they put down 20% and pay four and a half and they're yielding five and a half to six on their money, mm-hmm. why would anybody do that? I mean, why would anybody not? get that or um you know like on a seven one arm uh those things at three three and five eights or three and seven eights why would why wouldn't anybody want to continue making five percent and keep their money in the market i saw a lot of that a couple of years ago but now people you know now that i'm thinking about it a lot of people may have just taken baths 
you know, on mortgage and got so scared that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's paid off, it's done, right? And then they're done with it. That's probably, that that probably has a lot to do. What do you think? Well, if you look back at, what, 2006, 7, 8, when everybody was upside down and they lost their houses, I have to tell you, I paid mine off. I sleep better at night. Sure. That's, you know, I think that's that's a good part of it. And I think that, and that just hit me right now as I was just talking to you. And that makes a lot of sense. Because, you know, the mortgage meltdown, as they called it, I can, I can understand people paying, you know, buying those $5 million, $7 million. No, I can't really. I mean, why wouldn't you want to put down, you know, 20%, keep $3 million making 5 or 6% and have that money? But if you lose that money, you're going to lose your house. You might as well pay off your house. I, I get it. I and get it. Better. Yeah, and sleep yeah. better. And, and we're all getting older. So as we get older, we just kind of like that peace of mind thing going on. Yeah, but you look the same. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I'll pay you later, guys. Yeah, you will. <laughs> so we were talking about this before I said, who are you? Sending business to put you on the spot there, too, didn't yeah. I? I like that. That's what I do here. That's what we see right here. That's <laughs> now what we you do. tell me. <laughs> Bam. Okay, so there's a lot of scams out there these days. None that we find as frustrating, though, as the infamous online credit score. So I have to explain this a lot to my, my buyers. Don't pull my credit because I know what my score is, and they'll pull out their phone, and there's my credit score, and I'm, you know. I don't roll my eyes anymore. I figured that's rude. <laughs> but, um, you know, I got to explain to them how nice for you. But that's not a, you know, a legitimate algorithm that lenders use to pull our credit scores for real estate lending purposes. It's, it's Right. You, it's, you look at a whole lot of different factors, don't you? Yep. So these guys, and I use this guy. His name is Scar- Skyler. He's with Continental Credit. I've had him on the show. Oh, my God. I remember that name yeah. from the 80s. When no, I was no. Younger. This is a credit repair. Oh, okay. This is a credit repair guy that, you know, he's done some wonderful work for some of my clients and really quickly. He's talked on the show. Good. You know, he's come here, Santa Barbara, you know, bought me dinner cocktails and I send him business that's you know and he's uh, just a really good guy and um, he holds seminars for people uh, he'll give people a call he'll give them free advice you know a lot of my clients he'll just call and say hey um, guy asked me to give you a call this is what I think I can do for you without you enrolling in our program. Mm-hmm. or he, This is what I think you should do for yourself without rolling into our program. So he's not one of those guys that tries to go after every deal that he sees mm-hmm. and have him enroll. It's a cheap program to enroll in, but it's huge benefits and huge results. So um, here we have one of the full all-time greatest inventions to rip off the am- uh, the average consumer. Why isn't anybody creating a fuss a fuss about such magnificent magnificent scam? The reason is because most almost nobody understands how it all works, and the powers that be keep it very hush. Propaganda. How many people have checked their scores? Like we were talking about, there's no great data on their so uh, on. There's no great data 
on this, but we're thinking the majority of everybody has checked their scores. Now, out of all these millions of people, how many could use these exact scores? None. This is due to the fact that <clears throat> online scoring models, even ones provided by the bureaus themselves, are completely different from the scoring models that lenders use when a loan is being applied for. This makes the average online and credit bureau scoring models completely worthless. So they are because they always come out different. Um, they don't claim they are given a FICO lending approved scores. They're saying what we calculate your score to be based on whatever algorithms they have. Even on the rare occasion, if they use a FICO model, there are over 40 of those scoring algorithms created, so it's unlikely to be the one your lender is using. Uh, some of these online scores are so far off, it seems like a bad joke. I've seen it. I've seen people that have very low scores um, come in with their, you know, with their, on their phone going, here's my score, 680, so I should be okay. And it'd be higher. And I've had one that goes, um, you know, 783, and it's like 609 or something. It's just, it's a shame. So the reason why I'm bringing this up is don't believe everything you read on your free credit report from freecreditreports.com. When you are looking to purchase a home, go to your local direct lender, preferably Guarantee Mortgage, and see what your true credit score is, right? I mean, doesn't that make sense, Elaine? Yeah, especially if you're buying a house, you've got to get pre-approved before you actually go shopping so you know that you can afford and feel comfortable with the payment. Exactly. And you know what the real deal is when you go in and actually make an informed decision on making an offer. You know, get, get, get positioned to where um, when you do make that offer... That offer counts. So Richard has given me that index finger again. Means we're going to take one more quick commercial break. And then we're going to come back and it's going, all going to be about Elaine. Abercrombie. Oh. <laughs> okay, you are listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. Uh, quick reminder that this show is and will be rebroadcast Tuesdays at 10 p.m., Sundays at noon, so you can, if it's raining, snuggle up to a fire, turn on the old AM radio, and listen to yourself talk to me, Guy Rivera. Doesn't that sound fun, Elaine? I'm thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're talking to Elaine Abercrombie. We'll be right back. Hi, and welcome to Animal Zone. I'm Arthur von Wiesenberger, and this handsome fellow is Mikey, my adopted pit bull. Animal Zone is the A to Z on everything about adoptable pets. Whether you're looking for a bird, a cat, a dog, or even a tortoise, we've got experts who can share their knowledge and insights. So cuddle up with your favorite critter and join us as we explore the Animal Zone. If you want to see more about Animal Zone and other things, check out our website, animalzone.org. It's Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World, the Peabody Award-nominated radio program that brings you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. Sundays at 7 a.m. and p.m. and Monday mornings at 1 a.m. We also archive at richarddugan.com, the radio show's page, and we'd love to hear from you. Send me an email, TMYS, that's for Tell Me Your Story, TMYS at richarddugan.com. 
and join us, won't you? Kaijo Productions presents a play called Art. Art questions the meaning of art and friendship. Art runs for two weekends beginning March 1st at the Alcazar Theater in Carpinteria. Here's cast member Bill Waxman. Here you have three good friends who have been friends for a very long time, and rather than having a person inserted into this trio to make changes in the way they view each other, it's a piece of art. And uh, I think it opens a lot of windows into, into how people perceive each other and how they perceive each other's values. The author has managed to put a, a whole lot of meat into a very succinct uh, little play. Art runs for two weekends beginning March 1st at the Alcazar Theater in Carpinteria. To get your tickets, go to thealcazar.org. That's thealcazar.org or call 805-684-6380. Okay, we are back and we're going to bring Elaine Abercrombie into the mix here. I am really happy that you've decided to come on my show. Thank you so much. Thank you for the invitation. So were you surprised to talk to me last week when I was on the CEO show? Yeah. yeah. I'm always amazed at who's on the show because <laughs> I just call in and kind of update statistics for the real estate market from Carp to Goleta weekly. And you do it. And you do it weekly. And you do a great job. Those guys really wanted to pay me to be on the show, but I couldn't take their money because <laughs> Cushman's a client and a friend. And Armstrong is cheap, and he he vetoed that. So and you guys don't have any fun at all. Yeah, I, can I tell. know. Yeah. It was boring. Yeah. So um, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the market because uh, you pretty much have your. You know, what you brought in here is pretty remarkable. So I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, off air, you were talking about how many units are listed right now. What, what length of supply we have. Um, this chart here that you brought in is the market velocity chart. Where'd you get this chart, by the way? Well, I've been coaching for a long, long time. Coaching? Yeah. Where? Wherever I am, I have my coach. I just call him and say, okay. So we have like a half hour weekly that we talk. Mm-hmm. Oh, so... Yeah. You've been coaching somebody or and I've somebody. I've been being coached. And you've been being coached. Okay. So By a real here coach. you have market velocity and you have, you know, it's a pie chart basically. Uh, you have weak market, seller's market, balanced market, buyer's market, and then you have some data. I mean, this is really impressive, right, Richard? Mm -hmm. This is good stuff. Then you have some data with the numbers and let's get into it let's talk about where you see us at right now what you think is going on and let's start with number one and move on down well number on one up. meaning one month supply of homes being a seller's market one to three months is a seller's market three to six is a balanced market six to nine is a buyer's market anything past nine months is a weak market we haven't been in a weak market since 2011. So we've been edging towards balanced to seller's market. Based on our inventory this last month of 493 units, 
available residential units. Wait, say that again, 493 units are available right now. From Carpinteria to Goleta. Okay. Houses, condos, and mobile homes. So in a week market, we saw over 900 homes available. And so based on our inventory and our market velocity, we sit barely in a balanced market from a seller's market. So when buyers come in and want to make a low ball offer and they wonder why it's not working, it's because we don't have a lot of inventory, but we have a huge demand. That's very interesting, especially these charts that you have. This is very cool. So um, when we're in a balanced market, and, and I would say a seller's market, Financing, and this is a show about financing, mm -hmm. so we've got to talk about financing as we, you know, as it relates to those two sellers' market. So, with a good lender, um, you know, you have those 15-day closes, you have those approved loans or those approved buyers, and there is a difference. What you're not going to see in those sellers' markets are you're not going to see any pre-approvals get accepted. You're going to see an, an approved loan get accepted, an approved loan that's already been underwritten by an underwriter, and it says this loan's been underwritten by an underwriter. You know, the agent can actually go in with no loan contingency, just contingent upon the appraisal and inspections, pull out right. for any reason. But this loan has already been underwritten, and it's got, you know, 12-day capabilities, 15-day close capabilities. Those are the... Those are the letters that you're going to be receiving or that, that a seller is going to be accepting as opposed to any pre-approvals. Would you agree on that? No, totally. Either that or an all-cash offer. Or an all-cash offer. Yeah. That is correct. But then I see all-cash offers that actually get loans on another property before they can close. So. Sure. And, and what I do for some of my clients, uh, longtime clients, and the smart ones, um, they'll go ahead and if they want, they'll close quickly and then we'll do what we call a delayed purchase, which is just exactly like you're putting 20% down. You go in and pull out 80%. Right. It's a technical purchase. It's called a technical refinance, but it's called a delayed purchase. And do you have a timing constraint? Within 90 days of close okay. is what is what we require within 90 days. Anything outside of that? Then you're back at market. That's longer than I thought you had. I thought you only had 30 days. To no. Do so that's good. No, no. It's it's 90 days on a delayed purchase, and it works out really good. Um, and we were talking about earlier how, you know, why would anybody want to pull all that money out of the market if they're making 6 or 7% on it? Um, and some people are even making 8% in some of their investments. On my private money investments, I make 10, 10 and a half. So, um, yeah, it's why would anybody want to pay cash for it if they're yielding more than what the interest rate is? And we talked about that. It's just mm -hmm. a, a comfort zone right. level. So let's get back to the market on the um, balanced market. How, how would financing come into play? We just talked about a seller's market. How would financing come into play on a balanced market? 
spoken like a true realtor. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. It's a smooth transaction on a balanced market. Come on. You're not you're not I'm not helping you yeah, guys. You're not, you, you are not actually looking for the you know, on a seller's market, they can tout their own terms and whatnot, and then they go after those approved loans. Balanced market, they can look at everything. What if a guy comes in with more, you know, at, uh, if, um, if he comes in over asking as opposed to, you know, just somebody that's at the same level, balanced market, financing is always great for those and works right in. Yeah, that's true. And seller's market, usually, I think that that's when you get the over asking offers. Hmm. That's true, too. And then when you get to a balanced market, it feels like a little bit more of a level playing field between buyers and sellers. Uh, it's a bit mixed. Is You can't always tell where the prices are going. But with based on our limited inventory and our high demand, I'd say if you're actually going to want to live in something and purchase it, you better be offering close to, if not at, what the seller wants. Exactly. In a balanced market. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's so much going on. I see so many different um, notifications on price changes, uh, price, you know, people are dropping prices an awful lot. I see it coming. And you're going to answer that. You're going to answer to that when we get back. We are going to go to another quick commercial break. We're speaking with Elaine Abercrombie. You're listening to Mortgage Matters. I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. I'm Andy Caldwell, inviting you to join me right here on AM 1290. Join me on Tuesday. Seton Motley will be with us, plus Jim Curry, James Hurston, and Steve Frank. It's the Andy Caldwell Show every weekday from 3 to 5 p.m. right here at AM 1290, the News Press Radio Station. Don't miss the show. Hey, Warrior fans, just a reminder that you can hear all the action of exciting Westmont College basketball live all season long right here on AM 1290, the Santa Barbara News Press radio station. I'm play-by-play announcer John Martini inviting you to tune in again for the next Westmont game as head coach John Moore and the Warriors take another step towards the Golden State Athletic Conference Championship. Westmont College basketball all season long right here on your Warrior station, AM 1290. Hi, I'm Annette Jorgensen from American Riviera Bank. As a preferred SBA lender, small business lending is alive and well at American Riviera Bank. With local decisions, fast responses, and an understanding of the local, commercial, and residential real estate markets, we offer you free consulting services as you work to grow your small business. If you need a loan, bank on us. Call me and schedule your free business consultation today, 805-979-3846. 
This is the place that talks about Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara's Astronomical Unit. Community Matters. Radio, real estate. Money talk. The Andy Caldwell Show. Santa Barbara T-Sports Radio Show. Golf Radio Show. Community Alert. Mortgage Matters. Welcome to the Voices. 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 Voices of Santa Barbara. The CEO Report. Bahar presents about education. Farm to Table Hour. Welcome to Around the World. The Jeremiah Show. History. Friday. The Art and Antiques Radio Show. Garden Gossip. Cook and Fork Radio. Solutions News. Tell me your story. KZSB. AM 1290. Okay, we are back, and we are talking to the lovely Elaine Abercrombie with Abercrombie Fine Homes. Dot net. Dot net. <laughs> and she is an independent broker, has been around forever. Well, for a long time. Thank she's, you. Let's <laughs> be kind. Yeah, she's, she's been around for a long time, so she's got it going on. She knows what she's doing, and she was just about to jump into, we were talking about... Um, Price reduction. The dry, drop yeah. in prices. Yeah. I mean, I've seen mil- million dollar price reductions. Come on. Wow. Really? Come on. So talk, talk to us. Tell us what's going on. So Why? What's Why? actually happening between Carp and Galita? If you look at, I'll show you these while we're on air. This is for the last year. We're seeing that the original list price may have been. 91% of the sale price and the adjusted price at as much as 97% of lists. So mm-hmm. you're seeing price reductions, but it's not being reflected in what's actually selling. So if we have those numbers there, and obviously those are not 100% numbers because they're 97, 91, 96, 98, right across the board there, that means... Somebody's pricing them that percentage higher than what they've sold for. But that's price, that's carp to Galita. So let's go to Galita. We've got 100% of list one, two, three months out of last year. That was in part of Galita. Okay? Right. So when you have a lower amount of houses available, yeah, and in Galita north or south, you've got one, two, three, four, five months of 100% of list price sales. So, so that's interesting. Is this Galita all this here? Yeah. Okay, so That's half a Galita. That's Galita so North. From, that's an extension. So you can see by the numbers, it's been a seller's market since 2012 in Galita. Galita yeah, North. Yeah, because they're, you know, at one month they're all 100%. Yeah. 100%, 98, 99, 98. So and those things, yeah, that's that's pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it looks like prices are, are just numbers? dropping like crazy, and they're not. How many, what, what do those numbers look like? What do you got for, um, let's just say, Santa Barbara? Okay. Let's look. I have lots of pages here, so. Is this, is this Santa Barbara here? Nope, not yet. So Okay, so a lot of 100, 102, so they were going over asking December of, oh, but that was back in January, that was in 2014, 13, 14, 15, that's when everybody was jumping back in the market going, woohoo, we're all rich again. Let's go buy houses. So Santa Barbara East is going at 91 to 96%. Santa Barbara West... 
Wait a minute, 91 to 96%. So that's interesting right there. 91 to 96%, that means whatever they listed it for. Originally. Originally dropped down 4 nine, to, to 9%. Yeah. So they sold. So mm-hmm. what does that tell you? Out of the chute, it comes out overpriced. Or it's it's overpriced. What do well, you think? They, they got something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, that's interesting stuff, and that's, you know, Santa Barbara. So what does that tell that's you? That's Santa Barbara East. Santa, that's Barbara, Santa Barbara West East. is uh, 94% of the original list price and 98% of the adjusted list price. So you're talking six, six points. To, yeah. Yeah. So, and if you're talking about an $800,000 house... So $50,000 over makes sense that we're seeing these twenty-five dollars to $50,000 reductions. Yeah, but they're still coming across, selling. Yeah, but they're, they're still selling. Yeah. But a lot of them are being reduced now as well. Well, yeah, if you want to sell and you know you're a little overpriced because you haven't got any reaction from the market, there's three things that buyers are looking for. They're looking for location, 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 uh, condition. It's got to be move-in condition. And then price. And the only thing you can really change, unless the condition's really bad, is the price. Sure. And we see that going on right now. You know, I, I was born and raised in Santa Barbara. I've lived all over this town. And, of course, it's location, location, location. But God bless anybody that would be able to get their foot in the door and just get a piece of real estate in Santa Barbara. I don't care if it's on the deepest of the east side where I grew up, you know, or, you know, the, the deepest of the west side where my cousins grew up and we we're mm-hmm. over there. Both about it, by the, back in those times were both the ghettos at the time. <laughs> but not anymore. No. They're no. all great anywhere. That you can get a piece of real estate right now. I don't care if it's next to the train tracks. When I got here in 83, I was a single mom. My daughter was about five. And I couldn't afford a house. So (coughs) I put 30% down and I rented out three (coughs) of the four bedrooms. And I lived in the master bedroom for five years. Finally earned enough equity to buy a one-bedroom condo at the Highlands. Oh, the Highlands. What a great place to own. And back then, they were, what, 200 or what? Uh, one bedroom was 126000 How much? 126 Unbelievable, they're isn't six, it? Now they're 600 six now. Yeah. yeah. But still, it's affordable because right. back then, you know, it was all proportionate. Mm-hmm. You could still get loans back then. You got a loan, right? Yeah. And uh, you can still get loans now. It's proportional. Um, I'm doing a deal right now. It's a sale up in San Ynez for a young doctor who has over $250,000 worth of... No, it's not a young doctor. She's in healthcare, but she's not a doctor. Over $250,000 worth of student loans. Yeah, I thought you were going to say that. Yeah, but... Did you know that there are certain types of student loans and you can actually adjust them to where they are income-based? 
So she's not making a bunch of money right now. So all those $200 payments that show up on her credit cards, you zero them down to one $243 payment okay. proportionate to her earnings based on her 1040s. Now, this is a great, you know, this is what experience gets you. You know, I can defer doctor loans. Those are easy deferrals. But this took a little took a little work. Well, she pointed me in the right direction, obviously. She knew her what she was talking about. But I was just going, you know, those student loans aren't killing financing anymore. Good. And it's a great thing, you yeah. know. It really is for um, people that are working hard. And, um, you know, so where there's a will, there is a way. How are we doing on time there, Richard? So getting more into the market. Let's talk about your summary of statistics. What else do we need to talk about? Well, you can tell by the colors, and you can't see that on the radio. But um, well, if you hold it up to the mic, they might can you, be able to oh, see okay. it. Oh, yeah. okay. You can see the red yeah, and the yellow. Yeah, they can see the yellow. The red is the seller's market, and <laughs> the yellow is the ballast market. So, um, in 2018, 17, we went up seven percent across the board from Carp to Galita. Last year, we went down seven percent. So we're back at 2016 prices. Interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. Um, do you have any advice uh, for people that are thinking about listing their, their properties, uh, people that are thinking about going out and buying? Because I'm going to get that advice from you before we are done and uh, before we wrap up and I get back into one more segment on what the show is founded on, lending. Okay. What do you have? <laughs> so tell me what you have for your uh, buyers or your sellers. What do you? So John Doe buyer comes up to Elaine and says, hey, I'm going to buy a house. Well, I'm going to ask him about what he needs in his house and why he wants to buy now and things like that. So it's why he wants about, to buy now or all what about a relationship. Needs. Right. You know? That's what my company's founded on. Now, do you do more listings as, uh, or, or buyers? This year, I think I've got three down, three closed, three, three in escrow, and three listings. So in I, 2019? Yeah. So you got three closed. Three closed, three in escrow. Three in escrow. And three things to sell. So um, it's pretty balanced. Now, this year, I'd say more sellers. I've only had two buyers so far. Okay. <clears throat> so when you get your buyer's or your seller's position, you walk in there, and we talked about this. You walk in and say, you make suggestions on what's going to help the house sell. Right, and it depends on their motivation. Some sellers just want to, I'm done, just let me out of here. Then there's other people that want to sell at the top for top dollar, which means we've got to go in and declutter and clean. Deep cleaning will sell. It Deep will cleaning s- will, sell. will sell. Yeah. yeah. Replace a baseboard here and there and um, wash, know, the wash the windows. Wash the windows. And the screens. Wash the screens. Yeah. yeah. I, I was going to wash my screens this weekend, but my wife told I yes, I do wash my own windows and screens at home. Hey, I know a guy you can call and you don't have to do that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but I kind of enjoy it, you know? Because I used to wash windows when I was in school years ago, and I still haven't lost the touch. Got it. So, but my back always hurts afterwards now. (laughs) 
<laughs> so with that being said, I want to thank you, Elaine, for coming on today. I really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Thank and you people, for having me. And people can get in touch with you. How? Elaine at, Abercrombie? At 805-450-0086 or on my website, abercrombiefinehomes.net. You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. Rush at Bargain Market. Bargain Market buys overstocks and closeouts with bulk buying power. These savings are passed on to you. Unbelievable prices on current name brand products. Inventory changes, so stop in frequently. Many items, 50 to 75% off. The local wine prices will amaze you. The organic food selection is huge. On Upper De La Vina, convenient and plenty of parking. Rush at Bargain Market. I'm Ed Giron. And I'm Maria Long. And we're inviting you to join us Mondays at 10 a.m. right here at AM 1290 for Community Matters. The weekly radio forum that gives Santa Barbara's nonprofit organizations the opportunity to share solutions to community challenges. So please join us Mondays at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. and Sundays at 6 a.m. and 2 p.m. for Community Matters. On KZSB AM 1290, the Santa Barbara News Press radio station. This is the place that talks about Santa Barbara. Baron Ron Heron in the AM 1290 News Center. Ben Hayes in the AM 1290 News Center. Don Kadich. Johnny Risden. I'm Joe Danley. Tom Totten. Chuck McPartland. Jerry Wilson. Ernestine Ignacio DeSoto. I'm Ed Giron. I'm Maria Long. I'm Mark Schneidman. Hello, I'm Diane Duva. My name's Andy Caldwell. I am Eric Solid. And I'm Scott Johnson. And I'm Ross Cope. I'm Mike Williams. I'm Ted Adams. I'm Guy Rivera. I'm Michael Self. I'm Steve Forcell. I'm Jim Williams. I'm Mark McIntyre. I'm Steve Cushman. I'm Eloy. Ortega. I'm Rob Eganoff. I'm Earl Armstrong. I'm Neil Chrysell. I'm Martha Von Wiesenberger. I'm Martha Bull. I am your host, Jeremiah. I'm Jim Trotter. I'm Peter Olmos. I'm Elizabeth Stewart. Hi, I'm Chris Cullen. I'm Lisa Cullen. And I'm Leanna Finley. I'm John Hennigan. I'm Ronaldo Brutico. I'm Mark Giles. John Martinet. I'm Richard Dugan. KZSB, AM 1290, the Santa Barbara News Press radio station. Okay, we are back, and that was a good time. Did you have a good time? Have you ever met Elaine? Yeah. So I've known her for years through the industry. I've been here for 24. She's been here longer, but she always looks the same. She looks good, always the same, and always happy, perky. You know, that's, that's what, I mean, that's important in our industry. You start doing the frown down and start being boo-hoo, I mean, nobody wants to know you, right? She's always happy. Um, I, I very rarely go over rates. I very rarely do rates, but I'm going to do them today. Because um, Guarantee Mortgage has made some adjustments. We are a direct mortgage banker. And I have this whole article on mortgage banking, um, and there are about... There were 900 independent mortgage bankers in the U.S. in 2017. 2017, our bank funded about $9 billion. And, um, and we're real proud of that. As a result, we survived 2018. We're surviving this little lull in the market. 
But our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, the conforming loan uh, limits are 483, 484.350. It's 4.5% with an APR of 4.536. 30-year fixed high balance, 625.500. 4.375 with a 4.436 APR. But here's the mind-boggling thing, and all these are no-point loans, okay? You have a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage at 4.25%. Zero points. 4.301 APR. Just think about that. 4.25% for a jumbo 30-year fix to $3 million. So you can buy a $3.5 million home. Put down 20% and get 4.25. You can also get 3.75% based on a seven-year fixed or three point or four 4% loan based on a 10-year fixed with a 30-year amortization. So I guess what I'm saying, Richard, is rates are still smoking hot. And um, and we're real proud to be able to bring some of the lowest rates, if not the lowest, to Santa Barbara County as far as uh, our jumbo financing goes. So with that being said, it was great speaking with Elaine Abercrombie. Thank you very much. If you're out there in Radio Land listening to me, you've been listening to Mortgage Matters. I'm Guy Rivera. Your guy in the mortgage industry. Tune in next week. We'll see you then. That was a tasteful and moving program, Mr. Rivera.